Welcome to Faz Radio Live. Let us get started. I see you've already gotten started, Mr. Titan. I have. I love that music. It's been two years with that music, and I still love it. Don't redline the microphone, Mr. Titan. Fick, 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 uh-huh. Okay. I'm having a good night. It's Friday night, man. I'm excited. I got a good weekend coming up. Uh... So this is going to be fun. So my my kid's in a play. One of my kids is in a play. So he's doing the final uh, setup on that. I'm going to go see him perform on Sunday. What is the play? Uh, It is SpongeBob. SpongeBob. They're doing a SpongeBob play, which I thought would be fascinating. Um, On Saturday, tomorrow night, I'm producing my wife's uh, podcast. We've got a better setup. We're going to go from downstairs this time around the table so everybody's not crammed behind that stupid table. Uh, So we're excited about that. She has some really big news. Um, And then tonight, of course, is Faz Radio. They're ghost hunters, and they, they do investigations. And I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but they were invited because my wife is starting to reach out to a lot of the different people in the ghost hunting community. She uh, hooked up with somebody who has a home that has been featured on several TV documentaries because of the insane activity. It's a very, very popular place. They're going to go. The team's going down for... Uh, overnight and maybe two nights to do the investigation on the house and going to do some live broadcasts from there and a show from there I'll be producing remotely. But it's very, very famous, kind of like the Amityville kind of level of famous in the the haunted community. You know that Amityville was a hoax, right? Well, uh, that is for them to decide, but it is as famous as that so it's like really big news so um it's a pretty exciting weekend ahead absolutely say that it's as famous as flying saucers (laughs) no those those are just happening in the biden administration oh okay yeah that's that's a new thing they're they're coming to try and happen in the 1950s okay they're they're trying to relieve us of his of his dementia apparently uh they're finding the need to uh, shoot down lots of space balloons you know, they released a statement today, and they said, no, this isn't nefarious. This isn't spying. They're doing research for the environment. Yeah. We've we've confirmed it. Believe us. Don't mm-hmm. know. Can't say. I'm not. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Knight, I, I am not a believer in the ghosts. Uh, Faz knows this too. I, but I support my wife a thousand percent. And if, if she believes in it, I will support her in any way that I can. And I will encourage her to act on her dream. She had always wanted to be a ghost hunter. She also always wanted to be a storm chaser. So that might come up next too. So, uh, it is thousand percent just support for the wife. I'm, I'm not a believer either. They haven't even convinced me over the years. If it matters, um, I don't believe in ghosts at all, but I believe I've seen one. So where does that put me? <laughs> I still don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> yeah, you know, eh, it is what it is. 
But then again, I could have been hallucinating. So you never know. And and I have another theory too because it it kind of folds into the whole same thing. Oh, M and M's. I'm gonna have to eat those later. Six year old. Um, did you just throw that out the window? No, I threw it into the window because it it cooled. I like my candy cold, and it the window the air is really cold out there. Um. So what was I saying? You derailed me there. Uh, you're don't know. Yeah. Play so anyway, tape. yeah. So um, today is uh is a show that might be a little boring for some at the beginning. Um, but I do want to go over a couple of really cool things that I thought of. I do want to spring a new show idea, and I want to see Faz's reaction. And the community, of course. But um, I, I, I have an idea. And it dovetails into a couple other things that we have our fingers in. <clears throat> and then, of course, I want to talk about the state of Gala. Um, we have some screenshots to share. What the fuck was what? <laughs> yeah, which part? Um so I threw my M&Ms into the window to cool off. I like my candy cold. My daughter is the most generous person on the face of earth, and she's not a big fan of M&Ms, and she brought them up to me and said, I know you like M&Ms. And I said, oh, that's very sweet of you. You like them cold. I do like I like all my candy cold, like Reese Cups, my Rolos. I get my wife, I'm on this Rolo kick. I haven't had Rolos in... I don't know, maybe 15 years. And over the holidays, we were at the in-law's house, and she had these candy dishes filled with Rolos. I started feeding myself. I put them in the pocket of my hoodie, take home. So she buys me these giant bags of Rolos now, and I, I keep everything cold. I like candy cold. Mm-hmm. All right, are we done? Are we going to talk about, like, crypto shit now? We might. We might. Stop talking about um, UFOs and candy and crap. Ghosts. Oh, that's what I was saying. Let me finish my thought. Um, so with the with with the ghosts, I have a theory that that pumps into it. The people who believe it, I believe the brain chemicals make it possible potentially for those things to happen. Uh, I'm going to save it for story time. Uh, one of the story time shows. I'll tell you the story. It's a horrible story, actually, but it happened, and I was in the room when it happened. <coughs> uh, so story story night, we will go through that. You'll have to help me remember the uh, the ghost story on. Well, it's not really a ghost story. How about how it's about a, I tell my ghost story on story night, since I don't believe in you ghosts. Can, well, we can. Yeah, we can do. I experimented yeah. on my ghost. We can do that. We'll do a ghost <clears throat> night for story night. Ooh. Perfect. It rebroadcasts Perfect. on Halloween. Okay, are we it, now? Yeah. I, now this time we really are. See, now I got to go back and I got to change my timestamp too. So there, I inconvenienced myself as well as you and the community. All right. <clears throat> so I first of all, I want I do want to bring this up. The Ledger Stacks is about to come out. Right. They're telling us March. It should start rolling out to the pre-sale people. It will go full live for the rest of the world uh, on April. I think it was 6th. I want to say that I saw the article. I'm pretty sure it was April 6th. Um, but it is a brand new ledger device. Madam producer, would you put up that link I sent you, please? 
the Ledger Stacks. Yeah. It is a credit card size device. It has, it, it's not an LED screen, right? It's not like a, a smartphone screen. It's called paper uh, display. E-paper. And it, it, it feels like paper. It acts like paper. Uh, very, very low usage of power. That's my only concern with this. I'm wondering how long it's going to hold battery. Um, but this thing is, I've seen the demos. I've watched the videos uh, from the events on it. It looks like a really, really nice device to have. You can throw it in your shirt pocket if you need to take it somewhere. It does have Bluetooth, which to some is a vulnerability. To others, it's a convenience. It depends on your level of neuroses, neuroses, neuroticism. Neuroticness. Neuroticness. Neuroses. Yeah, I don't know which I don't know which connotation fits there, but your, your level of paranoia, uh, paranoia, your level of paranoia, and no, we are not sponsored by Ledger by any means. I just haven't seen Trezor coming out with anything new in a while, but I, I want to focus mm. on security, and the reason I want to focus on security is on Thursday nights we do our show that uh, Blake and Nate come on to, and we're talking about gaming and other platforms, and even like Gala's platform. You have the option now to log in with your own wallet. And with this coming up, MetaMask is beautiful for a lot of things, but it is not explicitly perfect for the security side. Um, I would strongly recommend that you get a hardware device to log in with Web3 or at least an account through it. You can set up a Ledger account through MetaMask where you will need to play with your device if you want any transactions to happen. At a minimum, if you still want to use MetaMask, at least use Ledger through there. We're, we're coming into a time period where winter is not only potentially ending, we're seeing some signs of life at least, and if there's another pump or even if it's a fake one, people are going to be jumping in and, and itching to get back into <coughs> tokens and NFTs. I want you to stop and, and think for a minute. Let's use that, that hardware wallet when we're doing it just to be safe. Use a burner account on MetaMask. Just transfer in exactly what you need to buy stuff just in case it gets compromised. That way the bulk of your assets are going to be taken care of. That's my free commercial for, for Ledger. <laughs> I just I, I happen to like Ledger more for two reasons than Trezor. There's nothing wrong with Trezor. It's a fantastic device. Um, number one, they don't support as many tokens and chains as Ledger does. Ledger is still behind the curve a little bit. There's a lot of chains that uh, I would prefer they have on there that they don't, but Trezor has even less. Uh, and number two... It has the fancy little color screen, but it's kind of a bulky device, and it doesn't it it doesn't seem to integrate with the phone as well as the Ledger did. That's the only reason I chose Ledger to begin with. It wasn't because it it had better security or different anything. It was just convenience and high level of security. Which I, I chose it because it had better security. Well, I I mean you could argue both ways. The the guy who cracked. Uh, the hardware wallet on YouTube uh, cracked a Trezor, not a Ledger. So, <laughs> yes, that was that was due to a problem with Trezor. And you you uh, if you have access to the actual device, then then you can get the key. 
Now, it's theoretically possible with any hardware wallet if you have access to the device. I say theoretically because it's it's uh, the way they design it. It makes it. I mean, if you if you actually try to get the information, it will erase it. Um, so it's theoretically possible with with any hardware device, but you really have to know what you're doing electronically. Well, he well he, the way that he did it. Do you know? Do you remember how we went over that that night that we saw the video? How is the security he, better with with the uh, with the ledger? Uh, you actually don't have. There's no way that they can display the key to you. Um, I mean, it, that's really it. However, the treasure actually would store something that you could actually grab. That's my understanding how the treasure treasure had a, a hardware issue. Yeah, he with the treasure he actually shorted it, and there's a a millisecond where when it shorts that it reboots itself in like a millionth of a millisecond, right? And in that that extremely short period of time, if you time it just right, what it does is it it unlocks and relocks the key store in the Trezor. And he tried it. He let it run for a day and a half. It it reset itself. He shorted it out like it was crazy. It was like 1,200 times before he got the timing just right with his AI program that he had uh, loaded on his computer to where it pulled that data out of there and he had the private keys yanked out of it. So unless you have a very sophisticated setup like that guy did, he was a computer expert for like and 20 the actual, years. And the actual hardware key itself. You got to have the device and you have to, he <laughs> wouldn't show what you had to do to short it either. So you'd have to figure that out. You'd have to be smart enough to figure that out. And what amperage and what voltage you need because it has to be at a certain thing so you don't fry it. I mean, the guy burned through like, I think it was 15 ledger, or 15 ledgers, 15 treasures because he would short them out because he was putting the wrong power settings to it. If you don't do enough, I mean, he had oscilloscopes and everything else going. I mean, this was like complicated. This guy really did a good job cracking it. I'm glad he did because it brought up a vulnerability that they can try and fix now. So that is my my free commercial for Ledger. Get any hardware wallet. I don't care if it's KeepKey or uh, BitKey or any of them. Just get something. They make it in the picture like you're going to order seven of them and stack them like books. Yeah, probably not. Well, uh, here. so what I'm going to be doing, and uh, my wallet and crypto earnings will... <laughs> will dictate it. What I'd like to do to make it simple on myself is I would like to get one of those for every year. And at the end of every year, dump my tokens on it and then put it away with a with a marking of what year it is. That way I know for capital gains, if I wait at least one year before I touch mm. those, I'm only paying a small amount instead of ordinary income. It'll also force me having it away from me to not fiddle with it. So I would like to do that. All right. We'll see if the budget holds up for it, though. So what's your what's your next subject, sir? 
I dovetailed in that terrifically. You didn't even talk much. So I'd like you to talk more. You're a little stronger on this one because of your situation that you went through last year. I've seen some tax talk at CFA and on some other servers as well. It's getting to be that time. We're over the hump of February now, and we only have uh, about two months left until tax deadline here in the U.S. I wanted to talk a little about uh, updates that we may see as far as taxes and what your thoughts are and what your experience was last year that could give people some ideas on how to streamline and not be frustrated doing their taxes. Hell. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. So basically if you go to an accountant, well, if you do it yourself, you better know what you're doing, but I went to an accountant uh, and most accountants you basically need to explain everything about how crypto works. Um, you can't just hand them the information and them figure it out and say, okay, does this all look good? They want you to just say exactly what you did. If you had a lot of complicated crypto trades, that becomes very hard to, to check. And so you have to cross check your work a lot if you've done a lot of trades. Uh, in my case, I bought coins and I bought and sold NFTs. And so I had to go to the Ethereum blockchain and find every transaction of where I bought and when I sold and uh, calculate the, the gains and losses between the buys and sells. So that means I had to get the buy price, the sell price, you know, well, Excel here spreadsheet, is... basically a big, giant Excel spreadsheet with with all my transactions. And so you you used you used Coinly for a lot of well, that. Well, but me... what? I was just I was going to prep you for the part because people are probably going, why the fuck is he using a spreadsheet? OK, so well, let me explain. So you can use a tool like Coinly, K-O-I-N-L-Y, uh, Coinly.com or uh, .io, I don't know. Um, and you can give it your wallet and it will find your crypto transactions, your crypto whenever you've transferred stuff in and out of wallets. You can point it toward exchanges and it can, it can read all the, the transactions in the exchanges. However, each exchange has a different way of doing things. Some you might need to import their records. Others you can connect to the exchange, uh, and then it can pull the records. Um, each exchange is slightly different, so you need to, to hook all that stuff up. Um, NFTs, uh, Coinly does not see NFTs. So that's why I had to have a separate spreadsheet, Excel spreadsheet, just for my NFT buys and sells, because Coinly wouldn't read them off the blockchain none of none of the things that we we tested nine of them and we did a show on it we tested nine of them and some would read the data but it was all like completely fucked up um so that was a big problem and the other part that that lichen likes to spout off about now it's not really nfts with with gala specifically it's fts having to sort out if you had five different uh, copies of the same one, like if you had uh, you know, five homesteads and you sold two, it's extraordinarily difficult to figure out which ones were sold and which ones were not because they're all recorded the same way. That was, that was poor Faz's biggest headache, I think. I, I spent time with you going through that, and I was even lost, and I'm pretty good at that stuff. So Glitch Through Gaming here says, do you think that they would find out if you didn't declare them? I, I'm assuming he means the NFTs or possibly coins. Um, 
Well, yeah, eventually. Um, I mean, they, they have how, how many years do they have to where they could figure figure out seven seven years they can go back seven years so they have tools so okay fine how much money did you make did you make a thousand dollars they probably wouldn't care or well if they did find out maybe if they did a lot of work maybe they'll ask you for that thousand dollars what if you made one million or ten million dollars well that's different as soon as they find out they're they're going to be all up your butt trying to get that money um are they likely to find out possibly I mean, all you really need to do is run an automated tool on, I mean, you're supposed to declare everything you have. So run an automated tool on, on your, your finances. How are you going to get this money? Did you make a million dollars? Okay. Did you pull it out from a bank account? Where'd that money come from? Why is your, why is your, why are you having, if they do basic research on your bank account alone, they see a million dollars coming into your bank account. They're going to be like, where'd that come from? So then you're going to have to explain it. So would they find out if they did basic work? Yeah, in my opinion. But uh, I think Glitcher there, Gaming is not in the United States, so uh, I, I make no claims for other countries. Well, uh, it's what they flag and what, what draws their attention is unusual activity, right? So if, if Faz was collecting food stamps for six years in a row, and then suddenly he's not collecting food stamps anymore... And he buys a new house, and there's you know fifty thousand dollars in his bank account. They're going to come knocking. That's kind of the way it works. If you're consistent, and you you claim what you're supposed to claim, they collect their money and they leave you the hell alone. So can you it's, fool them? It's really simple. Can you fool them? The IRS probably. Uh, the question is, what if they find out? <laughs> then well, then, then what and, happens? Faz and I had a lot of discussions. We had a, a shortened version of it uh, on a cast we did last year on taxes, but we had very long ones off the air um, surrounding that topic itself, right? It's, it's because, only taxable if you sell it and convert it into fiat money. That depends on the country. Well, no, that's that was another another part of it. But with with the uh, United States IRS, they don't know what they're doing, right? So you're going to have to sell them on why something shouldn't be taxable, right? All they see is the transactions. It's open blockchains on ETH, right? They can pull the data and they'll go, look, this, this right here says that you gave somebody $75,000 for a, a game piece, the Archduke of Nemesis Jr., and... I see down here that you sold that for $80,000. You made $80,000 in income. You made $80,000? No. Or, yeah, so you may, no, maybe. You don't know. Because what else is there? Who owned it? Was it, was it part of your business account? Did you try and write it off? Is there, with nodes, you know, can you write off nodes? Are they part of your business? Um, or were they bought with personal money? There's a million things that go into it, but you're going to have to educate them. And you, this is a big problem I have with the U.S. government is they, they come in and they say, you're innocent until proven guilty. But then they make you prove that you're not guilty, right? You with have taxes. to provide all the with, right with taxes. You have to provide the evidence. It's like that's not how this works. 
if you're claiming, and that falls right in line with Faz, he's said it to me about 14 million times. If you're the claimant of uh, a fact or you're the person who's asserting something, you're the one that has to have the proof, not the other person. And it doesn't work that way, unfortunately, with the IRS because they will just make a judgment and too bad if they don't believe you, too bad. And that sucks. Well, they'll they'll simply bill you and then you need to tell them why they shouldn't bill you. You need to provide evidence. They provided their evidence. They're simply saying, prove us wrong. Well, I, I, I still don't think that's the way it should be, but it is. Unfortunately, it's reality, right? And that's what I'm about is reality, even though it doesn't jive a lot of the times with uh, what is right or moral or what you believe in. It's reality. And that, that kind of throws a whole big monkey wrench into everything. What is What are two of the top things you would tell people about taxes this year that could save them two headaches? That could actually save them. Well, I was going to say, uh, you're fucked. That's the first thing. <laughs> I don't know if that will save them anything. Um, learn how to export from Etherscan. <laughs> That 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 was that was huge helpful once you did that. Um, I built the spreadsheet from for all my NFT transactions, and so I what I did to EtherScan is I went to each one of my wallets, exported CSVs, and I converted those CS you know, imported those CSVs into Excel. Then I you know went and did the little addition and well you organized the records. And actually, I organized the records, and then actually, I, I wound up putting them all into an access database, and then running queries off of it. So uh, that was a bit much because I know how to do databases and stuff. But uh, <coughs> ow, mute the next time. Thank you. Sorry, that one came out of nowhere. But My, but I... yes, you can you can do all that stuff in a spreadsheet. I just chose access database because it made it easier to present. Um. So yeah, learn learn how to export things from Etherscan. That would be number one. Uh, number how about two, number two? Um, you are responsible for everything that you report. If you have an accountant, the accountant is not responsible. If you get your you you you're going to need to check your work. You're going to need to understand how your trading works. If you have really complicated trading stuff. There are people that can help you, but you're going to be paying them tens of thousands of dollars. So if you've made millions of dollars, that might be okay, um, but you are still responsible. And there's no paperwork. It's not like you can get like a 1099 from somewhere, and and it'll just give you all the information right up right up front. So you you need Perfect. to actually understand how blockchains work. Um. So my two tax tips is if you have something complicated, uh, I know we like to FOMO a lot in this industry, but if you have something you, you think is going to be complicated, I have a spreadsheet that I log everything in if it's going to be complicated, right? So if I know that, uh, for example, if, if I want to buy a uh, Miranda's Temple and I want to sell three of my um townstar nfts in order to raise the eth required to go get my temple 
as there's as I put them up for sale, I'm marking when I put them up for sale so I don't forget about them. And when they sell, I'm marking it and the cost and everything else. Because Etherscan, when you download, like Faz says, it it clumps transactions, right? So you have to be able to weed through that and pick yours out. And if just by chance other transactions like that, similar transactions are happening, it can really drive you nuts. So I try and, and mark something that's going to, to help me remember down the road that, hey, I sold these three NFTs, I took those assets because it'll give you a cost basis error in a lot of the software. I use Coinly also. It'll give you a cost basis error because it can't figure out that those three sales equals the amount that you're spending on the other stuff. So you can go into Coinly and manually reconcile that so that you don't have cost basis errors. So if it's just a simple transaction, I don't bother. I just let it flow in. But if it's going to be complicated like that, just mark it down in a spreadsheet. Number two, absolutely try all of the different um, tax software that's out there. Last year, I filed with Taxbit. Um, it it gave me the ability to have the least amount of errors for what I did. I didn't sell a lot of NFTs. I had just a lot of movement. I moved, I, I did probably 900 of my 1,500 transactions that I made last year were just moving wallet to wallet. And some of them were to new wallets that I hadn't imported yet. So it was giving me all kinds of errors. You know, you have to go through, is this mine? So as you get a new wallet, enter that data. Try the different platforms, see what works for you. Because some are easier for people to look at than, than others. Those are my two tax-saving headache busters. Well, we're waiting. Well, I was hoping you would entertain uh, the masses while I caught up on the uh, the chapters here. Um, well, you, so, you at least let me need, need to need to let me know that that's happening. Oh, sorry. Well, you you bitch when I type, <laughs> you mute me. Um, there, make me mute you next time. So. If I recall, you were saying that you had a new idea for a show. Yes, you to absolutely. Live, to get my, my I do live opinion. Tips and more. Be like a Faz radio show, kind of like we have our Faz radio story time. Where's our story time? There. So like uh, this stems from a conversation that I had this morning. I, I have my day job, of course, uh, and. I had a conversation with one of my colleagues. Um, she was asking, she says, you know, hey, how's the show going? You know, how's all that stuff you're working on coming along? We used to work right next to each other. Uh, I took a new role at the company a couple of weeks ago, so I moved up to the third floor. I'm not running the warehouse anymore. Uh, I put her in charge of one half of the uh, the warehouse and uh the other girl uh, is in charge of the other side of the warehouse. One does shipping, one does receiving. And uh, I, I miss working with her. I really do. Uh, she's a hoot. We, we got along really well. And so she knew about Faz Radio and all these things that we're doing. 
And she, she says, hey, you know, how, how is that coming along? And I, I filled her in because I hadn't talked to her about that stuff in probably two weeks. And she seemed to express a little bit of interest in um, podcasting because she is a gamer. Um, but it's traditional gaming, not crypto gaming. What, like card and playing cards? She she is a huge fan of Pokemon, and she so does table, so tabletop gaming. Well, no, That's she does the 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 phone version, the mobile version of Pokemon, where you go and you find all the Poke people and and all that. And there's also a mobile and uh, console game for Pokemon, and she's been in it really deeply for a long time. And so I kind of I kind of tickled the radio bug in her with uh, I said, you know, you're welcome to come on the show. And I said, we can even, you know, maybe talk about Pokemon or traditional gaming because she doesn't understand the crypto stuff so much. Her her boyfriend does uh, some crypto, but he's not like hardcore like all of us are. Well, we need to share the screen for something like that. Well, and but that's what I mean. So my my thought was. We're doing the crypto gaming on Thursdays with with Nate. What if we did some of the game nights or some of the shows on just regular traditional gaming as well and kind of marry both sides of that into just the gaming genre instead of blockchain and earnings so, and everything else? So I, I've watched some YouTube shows like that. Um, that. That shit can get really deep. So, for example, I play Magic the Gathering, and there's entire channels devoted to Magic, you know, interpreting rules, uh, announcing new cards that come out, and what they portend to the game. Uh, playing, they have shows just for playing the game. Uh, I recognize, I, I, I recommend a game, a, a show called Game Nights, as in K N I G H T. Game nights because that they they do playthroughs of magic games and stuff. Um, so unless whenever you try a new game, explain a new game, it's you've got to be up on the rules and you got to show how it works, and it's it takes a fair amount of research. Well, and I just the the other girl that uh, is is working the shipping side is big into to traditional gaming as well. And they get like ridiculously excited when you talk about gaming. But then, you know, I talk to them about Gala and some of the other crypto gaming and they're like, oh, because they don't understand it. You know what I mean? But they're ridiculously excited about gaming. And I, I said, you know, we have we, we've talked on this show 400 times at least about how do you get traditional gamers excited about crypto gaming? So I thought, um, after I had that conversation with her this morning, I, I went upstairs and I said, you know, I wonder if we could do just a, like for, we have game night, but it's all crypto games. What if we did game night and sometimes we did traditional gaming and what if some nights we did blockchain gaming and we could join the traditional gamers in their games and they could maybe do some blockchain gaming with us on those game nights. 
It's a possibility. Like I said, as long as somebody has done the research on the game that they're presenting and and are able to to give a quick rundown on the rules, otherwise people are <laughs> going to get bored shitless. Well, uh, how about our listeners? What what do you guys think? Is that is that a good idea? Is that a bad idea? Would you would you tune to it? Would you be excited about it? Let us know. Throw it down in the comments, and let us know if that's something that that's worth doing. Because I we we've been talking about resurrecting game night, and both Faz and I have fourteen million six hundred twelve thousand things that we have going on in our lives. And we have to be very careful when we add shows because that, that does throw a monkey wrench into the routines that we're used to. So we want to make it worth it. We want to make it engaging and we want to make it so you know people will be interested in watching it. If it's, if it's something you don't think you'd watch, let us know because we'll change it, right? And we'll, we'll bring the content that, that people will listen to besides the stuff we have going on now, I mean. So speaking of, of some of the millions of things going on that I do every day, one, one thing that I did today is I got a letter from BlockFi. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I'm yes. interested. Apparently, what did it there's say? Some, there's some sort of class action lawsuit and BlockFi. In my situation, I heard that BlockFi moved to XTX, and I pulled everything out. So they're telling me I have a chance to reclaim the dollar and six cents that I had left in there. <laughs> Um, that's great and i have like one month to file my claim too uh for the this lawsuit so march 23rd or something 2023 uh nice starcraft 2 yeah (laughs) well you know i we talk about how to bring gamers in but you see already that glitch is excited about a game zoro's excited about How about gaming these people that are excited about the games? They bring the games. Get glitched through gaming to well, come on here they, and show they us Star can. StarCraft 2. They, they, they are welcome to. But I have somebody who might be interested in doing it with the Pokemon to get us started. And Pokemon. I've always encouraged her to do her own gig. So, I mean, what the heck, you know? Um, I figured she would be a, a great guest. She's a hoot. Uh, has a wonderful personality, and uh, not that Glitch and Zoro don't, but um, they're welcome to come on and do that. If we're going to do it, let's do it. You know, we can bring everybody on and rotate them or have them all on for, all, you know, everything. Exposure to the games and the fun is important because that dovetails into not only what we talked about last night, where uh, when Nate brought up, you know, he says, hey, are you going to play the TWDE and I said absolutely I had fun playing that game I had a lot of fun playing the game even though I didn't think I would so the the fun part is is forgotten about a lot so I I think that might be a, a great way to do it and if we get people who are traditional gamers that are watching the blockchain games there's a there's a chance that you know they might want to dip their toes in Keeping that content mixed like that, I think, is a good idea. And now that we're putting it out there, it's going to filter out. And you'll see some of these these other people maybe trying to do that. I would like to be uh, be on the first wave of that if we're going to do it. The first wave. The first wave. Because it's coming. They're going to they're start doing it anyway. Um, 
also that ties into the mafia because in our mafia talks, if we go back to the interview that you did an awesome interview uh, with Timbo, that one that I had to miss because I had to pick up my kids. Um, but uh, going back to that one, his his vision is to have traditional games in there as well as blockchain games uh, to the eSports and to some of the other platforms. And Nate wants to bring that into the DAO idea. So it's not like it's you know going to be not included anyway. It's just a matter of timing. And if we can build up a, a game night show that... Uh, has that following, has that mix, it'll dovetail into those aspects very easily as well. That's my thought, at least. Okay. Sounds legit. And speaking of a pretty popular glitch, you know what's really popular? Putting your nodes into the the hands of NerdNode at nerdnode.io. They will take those nodes, and for a very, very small fee, I believe it's $25 per node per month, they will handle the heavy-duty work for you. All you got to do is provide them with an API key. It's like 15 minutes to set it up, and then it goes. It just runs. You don't have to worry about it anymore. He mentioned the other night on the show that he's going to open that up. Uh, to some other platforms. He's going to open it up to having nodes that run nodes, which is very, very cool. That's a great idea. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, the more nodes that I collect, I'll be looking into that. Faz is currently utilizing those services at NerdNode now, and he isn't complaining, and he's a big whiner, as you all know. Um, So I think it's a good idea to check out NerdNode, nerdnode.io. There you go. Cool. There you go, Glitch. Absolutely. Those API issues. And there, I just got a push email this morning from Gala uh, that 3.2.4 is out, which means uh, usually the first week when those updates come out, it's glitchy. So uh, if you're not going to be around to make sure your nodes are running so you can collect those tokens... Get over there and let them do the have the headaches. They they tell me they have Tylenol and they wash it down with whiskey. I think that's really why Nate has all that whiskey is because he he deals with the note issues every day. <laughs> so do we want to talk about uh, uh, crypto going up recently? Um, I don't know why. I we can all guess. There's probably a million and a half reasons. Um, I. I, I think people are starting to test the waters getting back in. I think people are hedging themselves. I know I am, and I talked about it the other night. Um, as my all the, the 10 million little shit coins that I have, as they start to come breaking even or going into a little bit of profit, I'm selling them right away. Uh, and putting that money into the projects I'm buying in lower now, uh, so when they do go up, I'll get the benefit of that. Um, I told Faz privately, I'll say it publicly as well, with these uh, gala fluctuations lately, at one of the high points, I sold half my gala and all my Townstar. And as it drops again, I'm going to buy back in and I'm going to do some trading with that. Um, I may put the money back in gala or town. I may not. It just depends, right? We know that the 
town buyback is a couple of months off yet, where you can convert that into uh, gala tokens. And the latest paper they have out, it's a uh, two to one ratio, I believe it is, right? Or something along. It's pretty no favorable. Idea. Pretty fa or one point something. You get seventy five percent. Seventy five percent, I think. Yeah or something along those lines is pretty favorable, but it's only favorable uh, if the spread on those tokens is within a certain window. So uh, I'm not going to take that risk. I will just, if I see a nice little, nice little bump in either one of those, I'm going to sell them. And if I see a dip, I'm going to buy the dippity dippity do. And we'll see what happens. And, <laughs> uh, what about you? What do you think the the pumping? Do you think it's for real? Do you think it's not for real? Is it what? Uh, my only observation is I, I've seen, let's see, Gala's down to like 4.7 cents. Um, it, it was up to like 6 cents when Bitcoin was up at 20,000, wasn't it? I mean, it, it seems to me that Gala is draining somewhere. And maybe people are selling Gala and buying Bitcoin with it. That's kind of interesting. I the only thing I buy now is Bitcoin. Um, I put a substantial chunk of money into Bitcoin every oh, month. Or, you mentioned, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You mentioned something about Gemini last week because I was like, you know, what the fuck's going on with Gemini? Hmm. Let me let me. I'm gonna find the tweet, but they settled with Genesis. That is news. You're right, and I no, well, I can't because I had I'm money. on. I had, Gemini, I, Twitter loaded. I had money in Gemini Earn. I had money in Gemini Earn. I had quite a lot of Bitcoin, actually. I mean, not a ton, a noticeable amount. They reached a, a decent settlement with Genesis with the bankruptcy proceedings and such that they're going on. And apparently, there's going to be substantial relief for people. I, I, I want to say I, I don't have Twitter on this loaded yet. Uh, it's a new computer over here. Um. So I can't pull it up myself, but I was pretty excited to hear that. Gemini sent me an email as a follow-up as well. You know, hey, we got exciting news. We're getting we're getting there. So they leveraged what resources they had. And it's looking very favorable at this point that a lot of those Gemini earned people will see a decent sized chunk of their money coming back. Good. Uh, now, the question is. Am I going to get my Bitcoin back or am I going to get the cash equivalent to some point? I didn't I didn't see anything I, in the documentation like, about what it will be. I had my GRT there, for example, all of it. So that, that'll be interesting to see if I get that back. I just want my Bitcoin back. I don't I don't want the cash. Right. Uh, glitch. He says if Gallup pumps to a dollar. You're going to cry. No, I don't think Gala's going to a dollar for decades, if at all. Decades. I, I, you know, I don't think with, with, the, with the amount of Gala out there and the, the stuff that's going on with Gala still, uh, I think 15 cents will be a miracle in itself. Okay, so you're, what you're doing is you're forecasting with stuff that you know right now. Whenever something pumps really high... There's usually a reason 
like something new has just come out or, or there, there's a there's a new world something that's happened in the world that causes gala to become more important or something or a new partnership or maybe they they, they got some partnership with you know disney or 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 something <laughs> like that who knows so yeah so yeah. that's that's how things would pump to a dollar and, and that's what gets me about people trying to trying to forecast this shit is they're, they're like well just what i've seen well no that's not how pumping works dumbass well, I I don't think it I don't it would it we did I did the calculation the one night that on Faz Radio it was a while ago might have been even a year ago but I did I showed the calculation it would have to be three to get to a dollar Gallo would have to have three times the market cap as Bitcoin right now okay not gonna wait, have wait wait Bitcoin right now but what if Bitcoin was at a million dollars. I mean, if, if Bitcoin goes through the roof and all the bots start trading all the coins, everybody's market cap is going to go up because then then a lot more money is going to go into the market because everybody. So even that is kind of a BS thing. I I don't think that's uh, that's going to happen. And, and if I'm wrong, I, maybe I'll cry. But <laughs> I, I I don't see a snowball's no chance in hell. I really don't. I, I think even even with the best of news, if Mirandus came out tomorrow, they said, ah, we were just tricking you. We're all done with Mirandus. Here's the entire game. And they no, knock it down. That's not I, how think, I think it gets to nine cents. Okay. That's not how it's going to happen. It's not going to be like they're just going to deliver it tomorrow. It's going to happen that they're, that they're going to, to build up the hype. They're going to start releasing. I mean, there, there's whole marketing campaigns. Companies have whole marketing campaigns to to drum things up before they drop the bomb on you. Well, so that's that, and that's the thing. Uh, when everybody starts forecasting shit, especially about games, they're they're like, well, based on what I've seen, yeah, based on what you've seen, your favorite stock won't pump either. It's all yeah. about new things that you didn't know about. So yeah, maybe it, it could, could pump, pump. To a dollar. I, well, not to a dollar. It's not going to pump to a dollar. There's not enough money. There's not enough people. There's not enough I just, wallets. I just said, if Bitcoin goes through the roof, uh, yeah, there will be some money there to buy Gala with. So, speaking of, who's going to buy Gala when we see things like we saw today? What did Madam we see producer, today? would you put that tweet up, please, for the link that I sent you? Did she fall asleep? No. Nope, there there we go. So Gala Games put out this tweet today. Uh, Walking Dead Empire's Prepper Pack bundles now on sale. And it includes five rare crafting stations, including the Smithy and Outfitter stations, three rare hero card packs, 400 bundles available 75% off until all 400 are gone. And there was massive butthurt the minute this sale was announced, I'll give you three guesses as to why the first two guesses don't count. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't like this game. I the like crafting stations that are included in there with the 75% off are stations that were previously sold for four times the amount to early adopters. Okay. That created a giant amount of butthurt. And uh, that set the wheels in motion. But what was more concerning to me 
was what we saw in the uh, comments section. So, Madam Producer, if you would kindly scroll into the comments section a little bit below there. Can you see those? Hello. Maybe she did fall asleep. I think she did. <laughs> oh, because to quote, oh, maybe. Hello, Madam Producer. Are you with us? Can we move this? I don't think you can. <laughs> she did. <She's laughs> she actually fell asleep. Yes. Um, so the Walking Dead. Let's go down, 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 baby. Hey, that's kind of cool ah, 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 back up, go back up, go back up. <laughs> Use that scroll wheel. So can we make this bigger? Control plus it a bit. Okay. This, this is the sentiment of people who are looking at Gala. Now, mind you, if you look at that tweet right there, right at the top, 712 comments, 2,000 reshares, and at this point, 20.9 million eyes on this. If you start scrolling through these comments, it's absolutely ridiculous that everybody is like, that's ridiculous, and they're just beating the snot out of Gala. The sentiment for Gala right now is absolutely horrible. Um, no trust in the game anymore based on the comments. It's a joke. The prices are insane. Yeah, pump Gala to make your NFTs. Not calling them NFTs. Smart move. You go through these comments, and 90% of them, yeah, at those prices, it's a big no, would consider it at 3000 Gala scam. Why so much money? This, folks, everybody keeps asking the question, why aren't players coming to Gala Games to play on their platform? You're seeing it. Gala's trash. You should be ashamed of working for such. This is what the game, these are gamers, people. These are gamers that you're trying to attract to spider tanks, that you're trying to attract everywhere else, and this is getting millions of views and this is what people, especially gamers, thinks of Gala. And they wonder why they have a problem getting gamers on. Why, why do they only have 72 people last week playing spider tanks? They've got to make the changes that they've got to make. It's, it's not looking good. And it's just getting worse. And Gala... As I've already mentioned, I will beat the snot out of them when they do stupid things, and I will praise them like Faz does when they do wonderful things. And I think their intentions, when they came out at the beginning of this year, and they wanted a, a new gala, and they wanted to write the ship, Bitbender spent time, spent over an hour on his Sunday when he could have been spending time with his family going through the Thune list, which he shouldn't have had to do in the first place. That's a whole different story. But he, he did that to help us solve that problem. And he said there's a new gala going forward. They released a roadmap, which is the first time. Now they made it fluid, which are 
pros and cons to it. There, the message, like I mentioned last night, that Eric put out was not filled with fuck yous, and it was actually a well thought out, very well presented, even though I have a problem with the verbiage in there, which I promised to get to. I'll probably do that next week when Nate's on, because I, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, but this is what they've created. And Faz, you used to poo-poo me six months ago when I said these exact same things. This is what people thought of Gala. And you said, no, no, that's not what they think. The community hasn't lost trust. People don't hate Gala. Read the tweet, I, man. I don't recall saying that. I think you just made this up to make your, your read the tweet sound a bit better. No, it's, it's bad. It's real bad. So uh, and, on, the, on the Faz Radio chat, Anthony Ross says, honestly, Gala will pop off and make it if and only they can disconnect from the, the BTC or the market. And it won't pop off where your tokens will skyrocket, but you'll have a nice exchange of value between people. Titan, where would you start? Um, so that, that comes back to another part. I, I did a thing today uh, in, our, in the CFA Gala Stuff channel. I tagged Bitbender in it, and I offered consulting services to put together a, uh, a hand-selected committee of all of us smart people who hey, what's your have... Resume? What's your resume? Yeah, well... Uh, what resume do you let, have to, to, to show your, your worth here? Now's your chance. This being recorded no, for all let, posterity. Let, let me finish. To put together a hand-selected committee... Um, by you that that can yeah that can that can help gala turn this around because there the spirals going down further at this point as we can as we can read what what possible um, reason would they have to go with some some dude who's always who's always uh stomping on gala what, well why we've seen be... we've seen them use our our faz radio content uh, with changes that they've made over time so we know there's that we know that they've taken ideas from OMS. We know they've taken advice from, I think they even took some of Anthony R.A.'s ideas. Um, they, they're just not implementing them correctly, and they're, they're dropping the ball on how they execute it. Um, I did the end of the year show where I said, you know, Benny needs to step aside um, if things don't improve and he needs to work his magic on his strength. You've got to put people in the right roles. The right roles are vitally important. And so to answer Anthony's question, and a couple others were alluding to it, um, I, I would want for this committee to have that executive level decision-making capability. And one of the first things I would do uh, is fire Bitbender and fire uh, Nephilim Haas. And then I would rehire them in the opposite roles that they're in. Um, I think I think Bitbender would do a far better job being the community guy, the, the guy that interacts with the community and brings things to the table and has the power to take action. And I think Neff... It, his ideas, because I've talked with him privately as well, his his mind, his thoughts, where he's at, where he he feels that uh, the blockchain gaming should go are spot on. And uh, 
I think putting the right people in the right roles and and changing everybody. There's so many people. I could sit and list off everybody. Zorro and Glitch, especially Nate, Blake, you. There, there's ideas that we could put together and and help Gala get their dream and not totally turn the community into a giant ball of shit like they so, have. So I, I see the best you can get with this idea as being somewhat somewhat of an of an advisory committee. I can't see you seriously from what you're saying be taking be seriously considered for this idea. You are They don't have to. They don't have to. I'm offering it up. You're you're literally a talking head on a podcast who thinks he knows better, who has no idea how to run a billion dollar company. Um Okay. The best I, you that's... the best you're gonna get is is you're gonna be chief stooge on a committee that can suggest things. Well, that's not acceptable. And well, then, then the, they probably the... won't accept you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then they don't. Then they don't, right? Uh, let me let me make a prediction. They won't. Okay, let's move on. Okay, that's I mean, all right. I mean, you, 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 I'm hearing this incredible inflated head thinking that you can just be like, I know what I'm doing. I'm a mail clerk. I know how to run your billion dollar gaming company. Oh, do I play games? No, I don't play games. But I know how to. I can tell that you're doing a bunch of wrong shit. So let me get some of my people together, and we'll tell you how to run your company. First, I'm going to fire this guy, and I'm going to go fire this guy. Then I'm going to switch their roles, rehire them back up, and then you're going to tell these people what to do. You're going to tell these people what to do. Go fire that Eric guy, and then we're going to do this. You sound like a fucking crank, dude. They, they're going to they're gonna end up in a really bad spot if they keep going in this direction. Yay. They're they're already on the, look, they're on the precipice right now, doused in gasoline, and a person is walking towards them with a lit cigarette. Why it's just a matter of time. Why do I get the feeling that they're still making more money than you right now? Even the cheapest paid one of all of them. That's that's horrible. That's why would you say that? That's terrible. Look, our community has put together some fantastic ideas plans and 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 just i'm fine with the advisory committee uh suggestion of mine no because they're not going to listen if if there's not skin in the game they're not going to listen well, then not if, if skin in the game you've given them the, to. then they don't then you've they don't no reason and we we watch we watch more tweets go on like this and we're going to be standing here holding these nfts holding these assets and nobody's going to come to the platform and play them You've they've done it no, their you, way for five no years. You've given them five no years. They've done it their way, and it's not working. You, you're, you've given them no reason to to go with with some talk. I don't have it. to give them a reason. Then they won't even consider you. Then it's they won't cool. consider it. They know. They know. They really know. It's not just me. Okay, it's a committee of the smartest minds that we have. So that so is this, what I'm that is what I'm offering there's because this, there's, there's a, a lot of people that there's would a do cartoon something that I've like seen. That. There's there's this political cartoon mm-hmm. that I've seen a couple a few years ago where where uh there, there's a bunch of people in an airplane and one of the passengers stands up and says, "Who's getting tired of all this shit from the pilots? Who what do you say who uh vote me? I'm I how about I fly the plane? Who the fuck are you, dude? Are you a pilot? Go sit the fuck down. Do you even know what you were you're you doing? Have you run a big company? I mean, it's that simple. Just some people coming in saying, I know how to run your company because I see your tweets and I see your sales go wrong. That's not going to do it. 
I'm sorry to say that. Oh my God, they they, Look, they you know what you should do? You should apply for the job of marketer over there, and then show your metal. Actually, make get some things sold. Maybe that's a good first step. But no, you're not going to seriously be considered by anybody. And and for you to say, well, then they just won't. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. So okay. okay. See, this is the difference, Faz. Is there you you have ideas as well, and and they don't they don't take a lot of that stuff seriously. They pull the best parts of those ideas <clears throat> and they use them, and then they don't credit you for putting that together. And I've heard if, that from several people so if far. If I've expressed an idea on this show, I'm a dude with an idea. I'm not actually going and pricing this shit out, and I'm not actually going and doing the work to, to make sure that the marketing works. I'm not to, I'm not then going and looking at the cash reserves. I'm not going I'm not looking at the database and suggesting how the economy works. I'm not doing all that stuff. So who the fuck am I? I'm just a guy with a suggestion. That's that's as far as you can get, whether they agree with me or not, or whether they steal my idea or not. I'm offering mm. unsolicited advice. Of course, they can they can grab it. Now, what might be better is if I were to offer my advice privately. But yeah, good luck with that. They're, they're... That's the point. This is supposed to be about the gamers and it's supposed to be about the community. And they talk it, but they don't act it. It's about I'm the, asking it's about them to act it. It's about their opinion of what they're, they should do. For I'm the surprised you don't support something like that. I would support an advisory committee because there's no way that you could be able, you'd be taken seriously with your idea. Okay. We'll see. And it, somebody prove me wrong. I mean, some, yeah. somebody tell me that that any any asshole on on the Gala Games Discord can be taken seriously by them if they were to all band together and get and get all their get all their their right ideas together. If every single Gala fan were to band together, seriously, they take you seriously. That's kind of bullshit. I'm about to sneeze here. So. You're just going to sit by and let the dumpster fire burn, huh? Sit sit by. This isn't a representative government. This is a private company, dude. I mean, this is like me having a problem with Nike shoes saying, well, I'm just not going to sit by idly and watch them fuck up the next year's shoe models. I, I fire that fucking basketball player that's, that's hawking what they have right now. He's got a drug problem. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Grandpa. Sit down before you fall down. <laughs> Wow. I think well, a lot of I think people like us have have a lot of good ideas but we don't have enough information and introspection into their company to know whether it can be pulled off or not. That's not being a gala apologist, that's being a realist. You don't know enough of what you're talking about. You you you're literally asking them to let some some per, some person who disagrees with them all the time with no real resume in that area to, to trust trust this guy with the keys to the kingdom when they have no track record. So just from a business standpoint, tell me why I would hire you if I was Gala Games. None of them have a track record in blockchain gaming. Well, it sounds like you said they've been doing it for five years, so they must have a five-year track record. And look at where we're at, yeah. Look at Go read that at. tweet again. That's lot, where they're at. After they're five at years, that's what they have to show for. They're making a whole lot more money than you, so I think they pretty well. <laughs> it's that simple. They're, they're, wow. they're still making money. How many employees do they have? Do they have 10 employees? Is that when you say, where are they at? 
There are hundreds Listen, of employees. This is about the community. This isn't about Gala Games. This is about the community. And the people who have been around for two, three, four, five years who have poured their hearts, their souls, and their money into this, and they're watching it burn. That's what this is about. Yeah, you know, it's I've not heard, about... I've heard the same oh my God. tired excuse for every game that's out there. you got to listen to the community. You steal ideas from the community. The community, the community, the community. Fuck the community. Okay, they're, they're, they're there to make money, and they will tell the community what they want to tell the community, just like every other game does. Now, you occasionally have people... The co companies that will listen to their community, but it's a very hard job. It takes a long time. It takes a lot of research. It takes a lot of money to listen to the community in the way that, that you want. Um, and so I'm going to say that they're not going to do that unless you can somehow show them that you know more than what they do. It's just business. Hmm. Okay. It's out there. If they want it, they can have it. I like what else one. you got? I like Quintarelli here. Of course you do. You know what they you... say about opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, I'm I'm just trying to be realistic in a very showy way. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of any other product that I buy that I would suggest that I run their company for them. Or that a that their community run the company. What what Whirlpool dishwashers or Whirlpool ovens. Hey, your ovens stink. Look at look at your tweets. Um, your fan club would like to come and run your 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 uh, your marketing campaign and your assembly line. How cool is that? Why won't you do it? It's about us, right? They'd be like, no. It's <laughs> that's apples and oranges, buddy. If you can find a way to get them to listen, I will cheer you on one hundred percent of the way. But to grandstand on something like that just, just makes me wonder how you even think that you'll be taken seriously. That's all. So wonder. Wonder away. I'm wondering. I'm, I, I just offered up a, a, a good, compelling argument, which is okay. what's your resume? That's, that's it. It doesn't matter what my resume is. Then they're not going to. It's the resume of the entire community. It is not my resume. Then if, I, if, my specialty, you think, a, you think that's a compelling argument? My specialty is people and putting the right people in the right role. Who's going to organize this community? What do you mean? Who's going to organize the okay, community? Okay, if, if 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 the community's resume is important, mm -hmm. who who's right? Are, what drummer all, or is all the community going to march according to? Who's we're, we're not marching to a drum. We are we are, for lack of a better way to put it, a DAO. We are a collective group, a fluid group of people. So this will be like herding who, cats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, no, so I'm, I'm if just it's if, to find the structure that, that you're you're inventing on the fly here. If if that's the way you're going to look at it, I'll make you coffee boy in the company. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Why not make me vice president? Because I'd have just as much influence. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> it's an idea, man. Because you take the ideas that that the group collectively have come up with, and you parse it down. You get all the minds. Part of the reason that it's such a monkey fuck with ideas 
is that it's 50 people with 50 ideas. Mm -hmm. No one is bound together coming up with a common solution. So we got real close to that with OMS's um, paper on the economy. He gathered a group of people together. We all threw our input. We all uh, helped him craft that. So he was the organizing factor. That's what I'm getting at. Well, my right. But my point is, is that was a group collective effort, and it was a damn good paper. It was led so, by, by Olmus, then it sounds like, right? If, if you've got a collective that can focus on one issue at a time, the smartest minds taking that and and executing it the correct way and putting the right people in the right places, you have a winning formula. Great. Your great. specialty, who's gonna, who's right? Who's going to cause the focus to so, happen? Who's going to so make for, the focus happen? So that, OMS? That, that is what the consulting committee is for. <clears throat> so with you, Faz, you're the master of communication. That's where you would serve that best communicating the messages, figuring out how to distribute those messages. I'm some fool with a microphone. That's no, but it. you're you're very good at that kind of thing. That's where your focus would be. So when, when the information needs communicated, you would be the go-to guy. And you are the type of person that would would so that's right. We we talked about it. Carrie was was fantastic at that, right? That's where she should have been. They didn't put her there. Those so, are poor decisions. So, so Glitcher, we Glitcher have Gaming this collective. Makes a good point here. Glitcher Gaming makes a good point. He says, to be fair, almost every Fortune 500 company was created from an idea from individuals that had no prior experience running a company and generally university dropouts, no resume. So my question remains the same for Glitch Through Gaming. Who led that team of miscreants to actually get that stuff done? The important part is someone did. That person either had an organizing right. factor, or they had charisma, or they had both, or they had they had they had some means. And so what I'm saying is this: this this DAO that you're thinking of, this committee, you're gonna have to have somebody in charge of that. Who is that person in charge? Well, that if I contract with them, that'll be me. Okay. So the first thing I would do if I was Gala Games is ask for your resume, and I would say, show me. The successes you've done in the past, if you can't come up with anything gaming or anything appropriate or, or, or similar, I'm going to be like, have a nice day. I'm just being real. You're a traditionalist, old man. They're, they're not following the rules right now. No company is. It's changing. The world is changing. You want to suck the world right back into that traditional company thing. You want to suck crypto blockchain gaming back into t traditional I'm gaming models. looking for models. a compelling reason that they would listen to your non-traditional the whole The whole reason they're failing is because they're trying to run it like a Web 2 traditional gaming company. And that doesn't work in this space. Okay. That's what and and that's what you're saying right now. I'm pointing it over there instead of over here. <laughs> you're suggesting all of these these old school ways. Well, if it's not on your resume, young man, and what university did you attend to get the useless knowledge there that qualifies but, but sir, you to but bullshit? Sir, you, you it's a group thing. of people Watch who what know what do, they're talking not about. Not what they say, and that's what a resume is. Your resume shows what you do, and if you can't show what you did, bye-bye, Felicia. 
It's that simple. Uh, great. Show me what you've done. Oh, you can't. Here's Bye-bye. here's Get I can show I here. Final. You want to know what I've done? I've gotten positive engagement and positive comments. I don't get comments like you see on that Twitter. That's what I've done. Okay, how many how many tweets have you put out compared to Gala Games? That's what I've done. <laughs> compared to Gala Games, how many tweets? I got if you remember, you got you got pretty butthurt when they nominated me for president of the world. <laughs> butthurt? That was something that you said. <laughs> No, that was a comment from the from the uh, listeners on that show. Okay, fine. That was fun. Yay! You get people to no, like you. No, so people so liking we, you doesn't mean money. We we right. We don't have to keep arguing about this. It's out there. We'll see if they bite. If they bite, great. If they don't bite, you know what? We've given it a shot because there's there's unfortunately they've created this divisive atmosphere where it's the community against gala they're trying to change it but obviously by what we're reading that isn't working Uh oh the power go out yeah the power just just flickered i don't know what's going on that was weird so um we'll see we'll see what happens well, we've gone a bit long, and we've provided a nice little argument for everybody to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> and maybe somebody will make it into a short and put it on Twitter. And we'll maybe, see. maybe they will make you look like a star. And then you are maybe, maybe they'll put some music behind your words, and you will sound like a charismatic leader. And they will elect you president of the world because, <laughs> God damn it, people <laughs> like you. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. That's right. Gosh darn it, people like me. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. 